Hey guys, Rob here from AAG and just giving you an update on our west coast of the South Island tour. Beautiful day here on the coast, light breeze, don't know what the temperature is but it's warm for a South Under so it must be at least above 10 degrees Celsius. <laughs> um, and uh, we've just worked our way up from Haast over the last couple of days, um, been in Fox Glacier, Franz Joseph Glacier, Townships, um, just come out of Harry Harry, we're at Ross at the moment and heading through to Hokitika. We've got a meeting there at 7pm tonight, so any of you coasters who are able to get to that, um, by all means come along. We've had a really good turnout at our meetings thus far, um, some really good people coming out of the woodwork here on the coast and wanting to get involved, pushing back against all this crazy legislation that's being forced onto farmers, um, essentially making their businesses uh, unsustainable, um, which, is a, which is a bit of an anomaly considering that it's all being used under the banner of sustainability. Um, and uh, yes, going to set up their own local community groups and start pushing back against this, so that's great to see, um, great spirit amongst the coasters as always. I've always said that um, if trouble is going to start in this country, I believe it will really start and originate from South and Otago. There's a lot of uh, freedom-loving people still left down here who understand the concept of uh, the freedom that we have in this country and the sacrifices that were made to attain it and to preserve it and um, that's what we need to be doing again. So um, yeah, just a quick update, uh, Heather Mary, myself and uh, Jill Booth, uh, the team that are travelling at the moment and um, yeah, just looking forward to the further meetings uh, up the coast, Murchison, Reefton, Karamea, is there anything else I've forgotten there? There is, but I'll give some views. Yeah. I'll, I'll hand it over to Heather Mary, she's far more comfortable in front of the camera than I am and uh, <laughs> a lot more knowledgeable and astute at delivering messages. Cheers everyone, I hope to see you at Hokitika tonight at 7pm. Cool, thanks Rob. Yeah, as Rob said, we're in Ross, so just confirming our meeting at Hokie at 7 o'clock tonight, it's at Stumpers on Ravel Street, or Revel Street, not sure how you pronounce that one. So we've got two more days left, so I'm just gonna read you out the, the meetings we've got and where they are. So Saturday the 30th, Greymouth, 11 a.m. at Columbus Coffee, Black Ball, 3 p.m. at the Black Ball Hilton, where else? Reefton, 7 p.m. tomorrow at Dawson's Hotel. Then on Sunday, we've got Murchison, 10 a.m. at Rivers Cafe, Westport, 2 p.m., Gibby's Cafe on Palmerston Street, and uh, lucky last, Karamea, 7pm at the last resort cafe and bar. So guys, whether you're urban or rural or a tourist on the coast at the moment, come along to our meetings. As Rob said, we're talking about the horrendous legislation that's being um, slapping farmers down and, and making basically farming non-viable here in New Zealand. And of course, it's hitting really, really hard on the West Coast because um, some people we've talked to in the meeting so far have had up to 90% of their farm confiscated from them under the new SNA significant natural area legislation which allows the government's just drawn lines on a map and um, if that area is deemed an SNA you still have to fence it, you still have to do weed control but you cannot run stock on it. So there's some really alarming stuff going on and it's hitting really hard on the west coast where the, where the um, shutdown of tourism is really affecting them as well. So we decided it was about time we got here first. As Rob said, we've had some really good turnouts in Haast and Fox Glacier and Friends Joseph Glacier. 
people from all different backgrounds coming along who are ready to push back and you know say we do not comply so we're all about peaceful non-violent non-compliance but the reality is folks if we don't start pushing back this legislation will become set in concrete and farming as we know it will vanish and so will private ownership of farmlands and nz great turnout and harry harry too guys Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've just come from Harry Harry to Ross, so we had an awesome turnout there. And just shouting out to some of those um, venues that are, have been hosting us, the Snakebite Brewery and Franz Joseph, they were absolutely fantastic. Um, we had a um, Neve Cafe at Fox, they were brilliant. They were just, um, they had the table set up and, and just just so welcoming they understand the seriousness of what's happening to their rural communities and they also understand if we squash the farmers you're going to have such a huge ripple effect in so many industries and small towns around them and shout out to the heartland hotel at harst as well uh, set up a room especially for us um, yeah great great uh, hospitality thank you very much and also the harry harry hotel uh, that we've just come from again um, yeah great great service there and um, thanks very much for hosting us yeah highly recommend the seafood platter from the harry harry hotel the kai and the and the people and the um service has been amazing at those places and that's you know that's a really awesome thing as well is getting around these little places stopping staying the night eating at the cafes and stuff and just connecting with the real people salt of the earth people on the west coast awesome so guys, please do come along, join the conversation. We share the information we have. Uh, we start conversations with the locals. What's your biggest area that where you need to push back first? And we can give you whatever tools we've got and we're gathering tools all the time to provide you with, with a toolbox of how you can um, push back against these legislations and regulations which have been put in place to shut down your rural community and your rural sector. And it's getting to the point now where it's so obvious that you can't even deny it. Um, some stuff coming out in the media now about the government's talking about as part of the emissions action plan about to be, I think the draft's released on the 1st of Feb, they're talking about the very real possibility of every single farmer in New Zealand having to slaughter 33% of their flock, uh, you know, their mobs of whatever livestock they've got. That's just disgusting. So um, our challenge is show us the science behind this supposed problem. If you if you do the pro if you use the proper calculation the equations and you include scrublands and grasslands new zealand's not only carbon zero we're carbon negative so we challenge these people in the media and the government to provide the science and guys it's um it's amazing the hidden treasures that you find and all over the place in rural new zealand we're actually just standing just outside and i don't know if you'll see because of the um reflection well, we're standing outside um, a building which has got this incredible collection of old motorbikes, mainly Triumphs by the look. I think they might all be Triumphs, but obviously someone's pride and joy and passion, these beautiful old machines. I mean, this is who we are. This is Salt of the Earth New Zealand. We are, we are history and we are people of resilience and passion. And as Rob mentioned, you know, there's nowhere quite like the west coast of New Zealand for passion, resilience, um, courage and you know that pioneer that that fighting spirit that we're not just going to lay down and, and let our, our livelihoods be lost and our, our property be taken from us we're going to stand up and say we do not consent and um, yeah we will we will make that message loud and clear and we will stand up and because if we do nothing horrendous things happen when good people do nothing and silence and no voice is taken as consent 
under this government, under this legal system, they operate under silence as consent. So come on Kiwis, let's stand up, let's join together and um, say no. Um, yeah, I'd just like to drop in another little bit before we wrap up. Um, uh, very opportune timing yesterday in uh, France uh, where we uh, rocked up just as there was a national party meeting going on in relation to the tourism industry and the COVID uh, situation. So we invited ourselves in there um, and uh, chucked a few juicy questions at Todd McClay from National Party and their local national representative whose name eludes me. Um, Maureen Pugh. Maureen Pugh. Thank you, Heather Mary. Um, very unsatisfactory sort of replies. Um, yeah, obvious contradictions about um, the efficacy of vaccines and the testing regime. Um, obviously, uh, what we're being fed information-wise is um, not accurate, uh, it's not truthful, and um, we called them out on that um, with uh, very little uh, ability for them to respond in any meaningful way other than um, assuring us that they would be acting on behalf of the local residents and, and their plight, which is essentially uh, the message we got from the people speaking there and asking questions is that if they do not get government support immediately, their businesses will be folding and that will be the end of the town, essentially. Um, yeah, pretty sad up here on the coast with regard to tourism. I think I've um, mentioned before, but um, you know, a lot of cafes and hospitality-based uh, industries or businesses are closed already, and many more just hang on by their fingernails, and unless they receive... Uh, the money that they're requesting from the government, um, then they will, most of them will be gone too. Uh, so, you know, there was people there from some of the major hotel chains saying that um, it was only by the good grace of, of their shareholders and, and um, top management that they still had a job and that that wasn't going to last forever. Um, and the general message from uh, Todd and Maureen was that this could well be, you know, another total uh, non-event as far as tourism goes for the next year if the borders remain closed. And um, when questioned about uh, if the vaccines worked and if the testing was accurate, and um, then there should really be no reason that if people chose to have the vaccine, then fine. Those who didn't, um, the vaccine would obviously protect those who did and uh, the testing, if it, if it was truly accurate, um, we could identify any threats coming into the country and quarantine them and everyone else could carry on with their life as normal. Apparently that's not how it works. Um, basically, and it was admitted by Todd that if you are not vaccinated you cannot enter the country um, and we know where that's going as far as those of us who already live here. So um, that, that was great just to get a, a first-hand perception of what's going on uh, from the perspective of those involved in the tourist industry and um, the politicians uh, who are peddling the COVID narrative that uh, obviously we, we do not see as being honest or factual in dealing with the alleged issue and um, just adding adding some more ammunition to our arguments that there's a whole better way of doing things. Um, so yeah, just thought we'd better throw that in there as well. and. Um, yeah, onward to Hokitika and hopefully um, a good turnout this evening and meet some more great coasters. Cheers, Rob. And yeah, that, that just, the other thing that um, 
just ties right into what Rob's saying. If there's one piece of advice I could give you, it's trust nobody and question everything. So, um, you know, one thing we did pin them down about yesterday when the politicians were there as well was like, watch out for false hope, guys. Watch out for your government and your councils peddling false hope. So they're kind of saying, well, you know, once everybody's vaccinated, you know, things can go back to normal. Yep, a few big trucks going past. So, um, but how can it go back to normal when our government has already told us that even when people are vaccinated, it can't be guaranteed they won't transmit this virus and even it can't be guaranteed that they won't still catch it. So they have said that even if people are vaccinated, there'll still be social distancing, there'll still be mask wearing and vaccination doesn't mean necessarily they'll open the borders. So what's this false hope of get your vaccination, things will go back to normal? You know, if you hold out false hope, you can keep people in limbo forever till they've gone broke. You know, be very careful about what you accept as truth. Trust no one, question everything and um, met this lovely, lovely older guy last night having conversation and, and we said, would you get the vaccination? He said, if it was, he said, yes, to save my country. But the reality is if people are getting vaccinated and there's a lot of science out there about fatalities, side effects, um, the fact that there's a, a genetically modifying agent in their messenger RNA which rewrites your DNA. So there's a lot of downsides um, if you believe that you will take that risk and get that vaccine so that things can go back to normal and we can save this country, well, excuse me, because the government's actually telling us, even with the vaccination, there won't be a return to normal. So weigh your decisions really carefully, guys. Think really hard. Start digging outside mainstream media for the facts and make sure you make an informed decision and be wary of false hope. So... Um, Anyway, guys, together we are strong. Look forward to meeting you at our, our talks to come. Really, really um, honoured and humbled with the people we've met already. Take care. Um, we tried to get Jill to come and, and do a quick little yarn with us, but she did a runner. So that is her lurking right here. Say hey, Jill. Hi, guys. How are you? Jill Booth is a legend. She has been making people aware of Agenda 21 and going around AMP shows and pubs and wool sheds and just really fighting hard to make people aware for several years now and this is the kind of person who um, we just really need to honour because they have been doing the hard yard and being ridiculed for years as has Rob actually so um, you know these are the people who came across the truth and were brave enough to broadcast it loud and strong and what's actually happening now and in the raft of new legislation that will come out from the government quick smart you know, the general public will see that what was being labelled as conspiracy theory is actually the truth. And um, a lot of people are going to wake up fast. So please contact us, get on our webpage, email us, get on our newsletter, and we will be sending out information and tools and strategising with other like-minded groups around the country about how we can push back and create a better future for us, our kids and our grandkids. Okay, take care, guys. Hope to catch you soon. Bye.